Hi, my loves. My name is Ruby Lee, entrepreneur, digital nomad, croissant-obsessed free spirit, and founder of the Own Your Hustle movement. And this is the Own Your Hustle podcast. Here, you'll be so motivated to start that business you've always wanted to, grow it unapologetically, and go all in earning powerfully with ease and grace. I'm so excited that you're here and listening in, and I'm so grateful that you made it. So welcome to the Own Your Hustle way of life, full of freedom, a dose of woo-woo, and plenty of random tangent laughs along the way. (laughs) You know, I started my company working nine to five too as a recruiter. I was working for a ventures-based business in the urban cool city of Melbourne, Australia. And today I'm traveling the world, young family in tow, working with the most amazing humans ready to build a career and life by design. Strap in my love, you are about to binge on all of the most incredible guests that I bring onto this podcast. And guess what? They started their businesses through purpose and calling, mostly while still working a day job. Let me also share this. I called my company Own Your Hustle as a reminder for us daily that we get to love our soul-led hustle. Own our decisions to go big. Stop playing small. Create with joy. Take the risk. Say yes to adventure. And from time to time, be okay with those meltdown moments. These episodes are filled with joy and strategy, spirituality and business, tactical tips, big picture concepts, musings, and of course, some of that ruby colored energy. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's get started. Hello, Own Your Hustle. How are you going? I am feeling so full of energy. This week has been so deeply fulfilling because I have had such an incredible time in the online coaching campfire. If you don't know what this is, I have been going live every single day in the Own Your Hustle Facebook group and we have been talking as a community of new coaches of how to get your coaching business not just started online but growing and thriving online as well. Now it's not too late to jump into the content. I've actually left a link in the show notes if you want to go ahead binge on all the goodness. So go and check it out right now now. So today I really want to talk about an aspect of running a coaching business and perhaps one of the more challenging aspects as you start to scale your coaching business online. As a coach, one of the most heartbreaking things you can hear is, I want out, or this relationship isn't working anymore, or your program just isn't working for me and I don't think it was the program that I should have signed up for. If you have ever had this experience, it sucks. Nobody wants to have to go through that. But as you grow your business, I have never met a coach who's not experienced this. No one ever wants to lose clients, lose the revenue, lose the faith in your program, and also lose the high vibes that is so important as we are creating our coaching programs from a place of heart and soul. Now, at this point, we get to ask ourselves, Is this client someone that I want to retain? Are they a good client or are they a bad client? It really comes down to black and white. You may already have been expecting this conversation to happen or maybe it's really been sprung on you. Now, typically, I found through my own experience and also coaching my clients through this is you'll already get a sense that your clients want to leave because they've snuck in some, you know, some comments in there and you're thinking, huh, that one was a little bit off. They might even flat out send you a Voxer or call a meeting with you or pick up the phone, write an email and let you know. 
And lastly, you've also got the contingent of people that might just stop showing up. They might just not be available for your coaching services anymore. They stop booking in calls. They stop answering your voice messages. It's like they've just ghosted you. And it could be many of a thousand reasons why you've lost that client. Often it actually has nothing to do with you. Still, it can really feel like a betrayal. I've definitely had some clients leave where I've really poured my heart and my soul into making it work, just doing everything to retain them and to keep them. But their decision ultimately was still to find faults and errors and mistakes and things that were just not meeting their expectations. Regardless of what you do, it feels like the relationship will never get back to where it was. So let's not jump into panic mode and start offering a ton of solutions and bending over backwards. The last thing we really want to do, especially when we're serving multiple clients, is not to only service the squeaky wheel, is not to only go to the person that's complaining the loudest. One of the lessons that I learned through working with clients who want out is to pay attention, yes, of course, but not to give 110% of attention to the client that's unhappy. Instead, serving those that are loving your service and being in your energy because they are the aligned clients. They are the ones that can see the value in the work that you do together. But here's some other ways to look at it and ways that I've personally overcome this. Number one, Look at the opportunities to grow through this. It's not easy being told you or your program didn't meet expectations. Take this as an opportunity to really look within, but don't spend days ripping yourself up about it. Just an hour to journal it out, go for a walk and reassess, speak to your coach, speak to your best friend and mastermind about it. This will help you clear the energy and come out the other side with opportunities to potentially improve and get better. I was once told that I spoke too fast in my live trainings and that my Australian accent was a real distraction. This was when I started to really move into the international markets and that I should slow down, allowing for the clients to absorb and ask questions. At first, I was really taken aback. I was like, excuse me, how dare you? I've always been commended on how clear my communication is, but this gave me a real opportunity to learn more about delivering online through a virtual teaching space and create pace. This is something that I really had to learn and it allowed me to almost go back, read some books about how to deliver content online. And from there on, I started to allow a lot more space a lot more pauses, as you can hear even in this podcast, for my students to really take notes, write things down. And in my trainings today, I am actually really great (laughs) at the extended pause, so much so it may even make you feel a little bit awkward that you have to fill in the gaps and ask the questions. But most times, it really does help those of my clients and my students who like to have that thinking time and not just be spoken to the entire time that I'm teaching. I'm very grateful for that piece of feedback. And as I look back, I actually think, wow, 
That perhaps was the universe just saying, Ruby, strengthen your practice, strengthen your business. Think about ways that you can continuously improve. Now, it's not always on you. Point number two, of course, these testing moments gives us a chance to look inward and to see what maybe, you know, our business needs to be strengthened. But other times it also gives us an opportunity to logically assess what's actually going on with your client. So let's use Jackie as an example. If Jackie decides that she wants out because it's not working for her, she's throwing all of the toys out of the cot, she's stomping her foot. Most times, as coaches, we know that Jackie's decided this a long time ago a long time before she's raised this with you, that it's not working. I don't want it to work. I want a refund. I don't like this. So let's take Jackie back to where it all started and ask her open questions like, what was the moment that brought you to feeling this way? Going in with this approach can really, really help Jackie see it was a decision that she had made a long time ago, that it wouldn't work. And of course, Because we all understand the law of attraction, we all understand that our beliefs become our actions, Jackie's effectively taken the steps to believe that your program is not going to work for her. So maybe she's not showing up fully to the course. Maybe she hasn't actually dived as deep as she could have and taken responsibility and accountability as much as she could have as well. This gives Jackie an opportunity to hold up a mirror to see what's really been going on on the inside. This isn't the easiest conversation. It definitely is not something that's simple and you really do need to get your headspace right, get your energy right. And this brings me to point number three, when people just want out. So you've given someone the opportunity like Jackie to hold a mirror up, to question, to make a decision. And I will say 99.9% of the time, They'll turn around and they'll say, do you know what? You're so right, Ruby. Oh my gosh. This is why I need a coach. You've called me out. Oh gosh, like I'm so sorry. I really didn't mean to do this. I feel like I've really hurt your feelings in the process. I apologize. And it's not that you need their apology and you need them to pack up all the toys and put it back in the cot. We're all human beings. We all get to have a moment where we spack out and we throw our tantrum and we think perhaps from a lack mentality, I've invested all this money. Why isn't it working? That's okay. That's normal. And as people are starting to grow in their businesses and as entrepreneurs, we're stretching and we're thinking about ways that we can ambitiously reach our targets. Sometimes we just need someone in our life to say, listen up, girlfriend, Let's just take a moment here. What's actually going on? Now, when people say they just want out, this has been a conversation that I've had only once in my entire history as a coach. Someone saying, Ruby, I want out. And even though the topic in itself sucks, the other side is actually really liberating. This is really, once again, an opportunity to clear the energies and invite in the new. Now, in most cases, a coach and a client will have a contract. If you are a coach and you don't have a contract, get a contract. As the coach, there will be steps you'll be taking, such as a termination of agreement. So it's being very, very clear around what were the terms to which your client had agreed to, 
And this is everything from making sure that they're showing up, they're keeping accountable, they're signing up to a program in which they're taking accountability for their own actions. And if for whatever reason you cannot reconcile, then there's something called a termination of agreement. And in here, there will be a bunch of terms that you and the client both say yes to you and you part your ways. There could be things like also sorting out the remainder of a payment plan if needed and also closing off access to your courses, etc. But as a human, don't forget that you can clear out the energy and send them off in a way that feels really graceful and allowing for more of what you want to come into your life and business. In my case, by releasing that client, it actually allowed me to bring three more new clients in the following week. Isn't that just such a beautiful way of how the universe works? This has been a really, really hot topic in the Own Your Hustle tribe in the last couple of weeks, so I hope this has been really helpful for you as well. Now, if you've not faced this, my hope is that you won't have to go through too much stress and heartbreak when you do. The reality is this will happen to you as you scale your business. A lot of my peers in the industry who have massive businesses, 80K months, 100K months, we're dealing with this on a weekly basis. And most times when we're holding up that mirror to our clients, they come back and they say, oh my gosh, you're so right. It's part of being a coach. It's part of being a mentor. And sometimes no matter how much you are providing in terms of value and support, the individual is just not happy. It's not your job to convince them to be happy. There is one more thing I want to say about this. You will get through this. Losing your clients is definitely not the end of the world because the pie is so big. And often we are given these challenges and these situations to remove the parts of our business, including clients that no longer align, so that we get a stronger magnet. We're turning up the voltage to attract even more amazing clients our way. And the thing is, from an economic standpoint, churn happens. Losing clients is inevitable. It's part of doing business. Now, that's not to say that we crumble and we burn everything down to the ground when this happens, but it also means that we're able to really debrief and think about things from a different perspective. If your client is leaving because of your service, not quite being up to scratch, you have influence over those factors and you can take that awareness out of the feedback and apply it how you will, but also just let it go, let it go, let it go. (laughs) There is no point going on a witch hunt and being out for that client and being like, oh my gosh, to all of your close peers and colleagues and other coaching friends, so-and-so left my business, how dare they? Use hindsight as insight. Give it an opportunity for you to, you know, really look at things from a brand new lens. Laying the blame serves no one. And you here have an opportunity to move away from dwelling in the past and focusing on the future. But it's how you handle your energy and how you also reflect back on yourself during times like this. So make sure that you bookmark this episode to come back to if needed. It's one of those resources that you think, oh my gosh, I might need this sometime soon or sometime in the future. Maybe you're going through this right now. 
I go a lot deeper into content like this in the Own Your Hustle membership. So if you are already a member, you will see a lot of this found in Build Your Online Coaching Practice and the module around business foundations. But if you are ready to dive into your coaching business, start hitting those $5,000 months, start creating so much flow into your business and you need support to overcome more challenging times like this. You know that you need a community, you need a coach, you need someone who's really going Going to be in your corner as you start to grow your business. Entrepreneurship, I always say, is such a spiritual journey. And if you don't have your people around you whilst you're growing, it can feel very lonely. We know this. So let's get you really plugged into a tribe and a community that's waiting for you with open arms. I've actually got the link below. It's a very special rate for you to go ahead, join, trial it out for the first month to see if this is your vibe. And I honestly cannot wait to invite you in and meet you on the inside. It's one of the most special places on the internet made for early stage coaches and entrepreneurs. I hope today's episode was helpful. If you loved it, please do screenshot and share it all over Instagram and Facebook. And of course, if you haven't yet left me a review on wherever you're listening to this podcast, I would so appreciate that as it helps get the podcast out to more amazing listeners. In the meantime, have a fabulous week ahead full of joy and grace and empowerment. And remember, you can absolutely own your hustle.